I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. What's up, Fanatics? We are at the Cyclone Fanatic Roadshow, live from Wild Rose Casino in Jefferson. I'm Jared Stansberry, joined by my friend Brent Bloom. Bloomer, we're back on the road, uh, back on our, our dog and pony show of uh, talking more about a football team that we've been dissecting for the last six weeks. It's uh, on its final legs, though, here as we get uh, into town in Jefferson. Jefferson tonight, Claire tomorrow, mm-hmm. Ames on the third. It's coming. We're almost here. Ten days. Ten days away, man. Ten the, days. These ten days, I think, are going to go really slow. These are the longest ten days of the year. Yeah. It used to be like... Chris Williams is here. Just shows up. It's got you the got alcohol. Something, you got something for me? Uh, Bloom does not get to drink tonight. He uh, Tip your bartenders. The, the bartenders didn't believe that he's 21. <laughs> Turn 38 next month. Dude, I got carded at a rated R movie like last month. I'm not even, I'm not well, even kidding. And you're six seven. Yeah, that's a tall sixteen year old. No, no but, it's, it's gonna be fun tonight. I mean, yeah, the nice thing yeah. is, I mean, we're literally, you know, a half hour from Ames, only an hour from Des Moines. There's still time for y'all to get here. Um, social starts at six. Program will start around seven. We got we got basketball players in the house. The CF stores on scene. You got the casino. I hear people winning money yeah. over here at the Wild Rose Casino already. Uh, you got the DraftKings Sportsbook just around the corner. There's a hotel if you have too much fun. Can't beat it. I heard that uh, Chris Williams plans to be playing blackjack until 5.30 to, uh, this morning, or tomorrow morning. Actually, it's in, I'm a pie gal guy. A pie gal is it, guy? Is it like yeah. Fremont Street? Right, a little, uh, this, a little is, bit. this is better. Yeah, you got the good prices. Uh, I mean, to this it. is better. You got you can smell the corn. You can't, you can't do that on Fremont that's, Street. That's you just, on Fremont Street, it's all marijuana everywhere. <laughs> oh, jeez, you know, not legal here. No, hey, there's no. just corn. Am I being, soybeans? I'm not being great. There's prostitutes in yeah. Vegas. I feel like you're really overgeneralizing the people in Vegas. I usually just see other tourists being weird. That too. Yeah. You don't got to worry about that here at the Wild Rose Casino in Jefferson. No, I, everyone's, everyone's totally sane. Yes. No prostitution or illegal drugs here at the Wild Rose <laughs> Casino in Jefferson. Yet. <laughs> uh, uh, we are excited for uh, the four basketball players that are going to be joining us. Emily Ryan and Lexi Donarski from the women's side. And then Gabe Kalsher and Caleb Grill. Uh, how many fire up the grill shirts do we have on the uh, lot. on the table in there? Do we have enough to meet demand on a Here, big day like this? Here's the good deal. Uh, Caleb, Lexi, and Emily all have shirts with us. We are in the process of making some like lockdown Gabe Kalsher shirts as well. Like, you know, lockdown we're, we're, Gabe? Yeah, lockdown Gabe, something like that. So, um, no, we there actually are. There are a bunch of them. And, uh, shout out to our guy, Steve Kemp. Get. He got a bunch of like cards that he printed off. For, for the athletes to sign and all that stuff. So, yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a fun night. I've, I'm anxious to see the kind of crowd we get here in, in Jefferson because, you know, most of these events, we're in the far corner of southwest Iowa. We're in Omaha. Tomorrow when we're in LeClaire, which is Iowa country, this one's kind of a more kind of the general, base. Yeah, generalized area. So we'll see. I, I hope we get a really good crowd tonight. 
Yeah, man, it should be fun. Uh, should be a lot of fun. Like we said, only 10 days until the football season. Uh, Chris, now with 10 days to go, how do you feel? <sighs> oh, man. Can I take another drink of this Jack Daniels? I'm just tired of talking hey, about the, the good news, season coming. The I'm good not. News, I haven't talked about it enough. There's so. no you and I. Yeah. yeah here, like I really. Seymour's like starting on. We're, we're right outside yeah. the sports book. I really, and I'm going to do a lot of work on the gambling side of things this weekend. And I know it's week zero, so it doesn't really count, but I've been way behind. I really like the over of six and a half for Iowa State. The more I look at the Big 12, I actually, um, here's my thing. Like I'm, Bloom and I have talked about this a lot on Sunday nights, and this is a very macro view of the team, but I'm not high on Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. I'm not high. I don't think Oklahoma State's going to suck, but I don't think they're going to be like 10-2 and two either. They like, lost a bunch of defensive games. And their coordinator, and it's yep. just like, do you believe in Spencer Sanders and that offense to score 35 a game? I, I don't. I do not. So you, you know where I'm at with I, them. I like, do, yeah, yeah. And then I don't think Texas – I mean, they'll be fine. Like, they're going to be Texas fine. Like, I, I think 7-5, and 8-4. and four. But my point is, if you add all these – You don't these, think they'll be 2-7 and seven, like <laughs> Stu Mandel? No, but I actually – we need Stu to talk Mandel about Stu Mandel had that. him going 2-7. and seven. Yeah. yeah. I actually appreciated Mandel's ratings today, and I'll tell you why, but we'll get to that in oh, a minute. Oh, how did I miss my guy Here, Stu today? Here's my deal, though, Bloom, the numbers guy. Like, when you add all these, like, win totals up mm-hmm. – these wins, like, there's a certain amount of games that are like that teams have to win. So if all those teams are down, like, if I'm right, that there's not sure, so like this cut. And even Baylor, like, who I'm on, like, I think that they'll win the, the championship. But I don't think they're like this top five team that goes 11 and one. I don't believe yeah. that at all. I, so where I, are these wins coming from? I think the middle the, teams are going to go seven and five. The great thing about conference play, listen, I'm a math guy. There's 45 wins and 45 losses in conference. Right? How do you how do you divide them up? But so do, you, you, do you see what I'm I saying? Absolutely. Do. Like if those teams that we I, I think that the league is just deep, but I don't think there's like a really good team. So that's how you get an Iowa State and a Kansas State to hit their win total over. That, is that's I, why, like if you look at it to begin the year, there's not one single game Iowa State's going to be more than a touchdown underdog in. The yeah. Iowa game, there's six or seven, depending on where you look. I'm going to guess Oklahoma State over down there might be six or on, seven. I'll go on the record right now. Oklahoma's going to lose at Nebraska in week three. Whoa. Or week two, whenever that game is. Like I, Huskers that, are back. Not even that, but the, my point, be, right? Like yeah, when you, no, I don't. Well, it's I just it's don't, a lot of change for them. And it, the, the reason I picked Baylor to win the league, listen, I know they lost a lot, but there's consistency in their coordinators. Right, like they're yeah, they lost their quarterback, but it's because this guy beat the other guy out. Like it's not like, you know, you lose Brock Purdy, right? Like it, that's a different deal. Hunter still has some stuff to prove. Uh, it's an interesting point, right? So if you look at, and this would be a great exercise for for somebody to do, look at head coach, coordinator, coordinator for every team in the Big Twelve. I bet everybody except Baylor and Iowa State have had a change at one of those spots. This year? Yeah. Because if you think yeah. about, I mean, it's right. It's got to be. Or close, yeah. So that when your continuity really comes into play, and Iowa State not only has had, you know, they may have lost some names. I think if, if you give me a choice, like do you want to initiate a new coordinator, two new coordinators and a head coach or a, a quarterback? I'm taking the quarterback because the system is what's important. And Iowa State's been 
top three in both offense and defense the last three years in the Big 12. So, I mean, I, listen, you can, you can critique, and we had this conversation on the podcast on Sunday, you can critique Iowa State's offense and production as far as being able to get third down. Like, that's the one area they got to get better at, just like third and short. But your top three in points, your top three in yards – and you get that offensive line back for the most part. I know they haven't been a strength necessarily, but I don't see a drop-off points-wise. And defense, if you can stay healthy, I think that can be just as good too. So I just like the continuity in the program when you stack it up compared to yeah. a lot of these other middle-of-the-pack Big 12 teams. There's just fewer, fewer questions, questions program-wise. So do I think Iowa State will play in the Big 12 title game? No, I do not. Do I think that there's a better chance they go 8-4 and four than 6-6? Six and six? Yes. You know, it's kind of cliche now, but the whole five-star culture, this is where it can help. You know, you've, you've got, sure, talent-wise, Iowa State is probably fifth or sixth, I would say, in the Big 12, just roster to roster. But when you have the continuity and you have the culture and you have everybody going the same direction, that's how you turn a five-win team to an eight- or a nine-win team and compete Do you want to go over half. the Mandel ratings? Yeah, let's talk about these Stu Mandel rankings. Uh, this is the first time I'm looking at this. What Texas, is this? We'll, we'll get to Texas here what in is, a minute. What this is, is his, I, I this is his uh, Big 12 predictions on, on the can athletic. I, can I say one thing? Yeah. I appreciate one aspect of this, that he just doesn't go chalk like most members of the media do, that he's actually giving an opinion here. Yeah, I'll give so, him, I, I will give Stu Mandel that. With that, uh, on that note, uh, Stu opens his rankings. We'll talk about Texas and being two and seven at the bottom of the Yikes. of the of the standings here in just a moment. He picks Kansas State to go ten and two, uh, seven and two in the Big Twelve to be the regular season, I guess, champions of the league. Uh, it's interesting. I don't know how anybody's buying Kansas State, man. I just don't get it. I, I don't think get it. I would maybe. I'm not going to play their win total. I think it's seven and a half. So you would have to bank on them going eight and four, which it's just hard for me to get all in. But I, they're one of those teams, though, like I would. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if I would not be shocked if they won eight games. Ten and two would shock we'll me. Say ten and two yeah, would and be a winning lot. the yeah. league outright would they, shock me a lot. New they, coordinator. Yeah, go, let's New go through this list. I have a lot of opinions on this. Let's go. Ten uh, and two for K-State. Now, I think they're going to be good, like better. I mean, they have an elite running back. Like he, 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 yeah, I mean, and I like short guys. And, and we'll see, like, Martinez. We'll see. Jared knows more about him he's than anyone here. Turn the ball over. Um, but, like, he's a wild card, And though. I think, but they're, like, so where they're strong. Yeah. He could get better. He could. Offensive, defensive lines, K-State is going to be good. Maybe the best combo in the league. Perhaps. So, I, w- I agree. I would, I, they, now I'm not picking them to win it, but I do think there's some value in K-State. So, I'm, I'm not... I'm not crushing Stu for that one. All right, then he's got Baylor and Oklahoma State at 9-3, and three, both of them going 6-3 and three in the league. Uh, I mean, I don't think there's anything to say about that, probably. Both about where everybody expected them to be. Yep. Yep. Uh, Oklahoma 5-4 and four in the league, 7-5 and five overall. When do you think the last time that Oklahoma won less than eight games in a season was? I mean, it had to be pre-Bob Stoops. Would have been 99, right. 98. I'm going to look it up. You're going back no, to John Wait Blake. a second. Wait a second. At one point, I think he won seven in like '05. Pretty sure he had like one down year in the middle okay. of that. And they probably still beat Iowa State by forty. They probably did. No, I, no, I we think, didn't play them in '05 no, so, because no, that was no, one of the McCartney. Well, we did play them in '05. We did. No, we played them in. Uh, 
03. It was a TBS game, a night game, 38 to 3. Yep, there's, and then played him in 04. Played him in 04, C Dub. I'm sick. I, that's how I remember days, yeah. is who I was. No, thinking. Adrian Peterson broke his collarbone in that game. What was that, Van Winkle? 99. 99. There you go. I got that right. That was Bob Stoops' first year. 84 so, so, in 2005. There you go. Right, there you go. You, you got it right All there. Right. All right. All right. Wow. Either way, that would be a pretty significant drop to seven and five for them. Yeah, but, they've still you know, got a lot of talent, see, even they've they replaced do, all those but guys. Seeing them in person last year, it wasn't, you know, they, it was a whole new team. Now. It's a whole That's new team, thing. but yeah. I don't know. Like, it's not like Iowa State didn't belong. I mean, if Brock Purdy doesn't have that mind-boggling turnover at the end of the half. It's, uh, I mean, the Oklahoma eight. conversations comes down to Lebby and Gabriel, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're, those two are really good. It, and, if yep. you're all in on those guys, then, then you're gonna you, be all you in. probably think Oklahoma's 10-2. and two. If you're not, then you're probably like me. I have them at 8-4. and four. I don't it, think they're going to suck. The, defel- the defense won't be any worse. No, it should be better. It should be better. Yeah, under him, Venables, it should be better. Him picking them to go 7-5, and five, I would assume, indicates that Stu also thinks that Nebraska will beat man. Oklahoma. Uh, I want, and, and that's who, bummer for Iowa State. I'd much want, rather play Oklahoma in September, like when Nebraska gets them, mm-hmm. than later in the year. Who do we want to win that game? I'm rooting for Nebraska. Oof, I, I can't I will, root, I will I just, openly root for I Nebraska. Don't I, don't know, I don't know team. I, I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I don't know. All right. Well, he's got Iowa State going seven and five. It's another one. I don't know much to say. Have much to say about West Virginia seven and five. Uh, did you guys see the super recruit that West Virginia had on campus the other day? Did you guys hear about this? No. Oh yeah, huge recruit in the class like, of twenty twenty. Literally or twenty eight. Yeah. Oh. He was a, he's a, going to be a seventh grader quarterback. One of the top seventh grade quarterbacks in the country went on a visit to West Virginia last week. Is that even legal? What I mean, unofficial, anybody can go on a yeah. visit. What were yeah. you doing in seventh grade? Do you remember when Campbell first got the job, that quarterback from, like, Michigan? Yeah, J.J. McCarthy, the one that's there, that's battling to Is be that, their starting quarterback He's the now. guy who committed to he, Campbell? He didn't commit. Campbell offered him when the, he was in eighth grade, They got to commit. Where is he now? They from, like, a freshman. Oh, that's the— Do you remember what yeah, I'm talking about? Yeah, that, uh, that kid ended up going—he committed to Georgia, and then I think he flipped to Michigan State, and then— this horrible, I want to say, like, broke his neck. He doesn't play football anymore. Oh, like, I'm pretty it's sure that that's... But it's true. Yeah. Okay. But he was, like, one of the top quarterbacks in the country by the time yeah. that recruiting cycle was done. Well, they can identify I, talent. But I he was still I like West. I think grade. I like West Virginia this year. I do. You're going to trust him? I think so. JT Daniels is the... I think I like, I like the JT Daniels-Graham Harrell more than the what Oklahoma's got. Well, I'll say this. The last time West Virginia was worth a damn, they had a transfer quarterback. Totally different coach, but just throwing it out there. Yep. All right, he's got yep. Texas and Texas Tech four and five in the league, five and seven overall, probably pretty fair. Uh, he has Kansas going three and six. Whoa, in the whoa, league. wait, where's Iowa State? I told you they were five and four, seven and five, right there with West Virginia, oh, and Oklahoma. I, yeah. I don't hate Kansas at three wins. I don't think that's crazy. Who are the three teams Kansas beats? I mean, let's. Can you pull up their schedule? I just would like to see home and away, like who they get. But like, I mean. I mean, hell, they beat Texas last year. Like, uh, well, yeah. I mean, in this is some in this on the exercise, road. I would assume that they're beating Texas and TCU, who are the last two. So I I disagree with 
both of those. I might even disagree with the TCU. I actually think TCU's pretty underrated. Hey, and but. talk about a treacherous start to the season here for the Jayhawks, uh -oh. hosting Tennessee Tech, going on the road to Morgantown, and then on the road to Houston before coming back home to play Duke. Okay, nice. so like, in theory... <laughs> I swear they play Duke every year. Yeah, it's like their weird. rival. It's Hit strange. Winnable games for Kansas, okay? Not yeah. games they will win. TCU. TCU at home. West Virginia. Uh, oh, no, in Morgantown. Yeah. Uh, um, at Texas Tech. Home against Kansas. Or against Can't, Texas. I mean... Could they beat Oklahoma State at home? No. I'll give them two wins. They're two and seven. Okay, then who are we boosting, Texas or TCU here out of the cell? I don't think – here's the deal. Like, I don't think Texas or TCU will go 2-7. and seven, But – That would be something if TCU, they did. TCU, like, I don't know. I, uh, Bloom, you've been writing the Gary Patterson thing with me for a long time. And remember when I sold his stock like three years sold ago? Stock. I actually it's think they sold. get a boost with him being gone, with the old man being gone. Part of me this. I, I just, Could, it, it was right? over. Like, it, was. It, it was over there. Just part of me feels like that program takes a little bit of a jump. Now, again, two and do I think they're going to go nine and three? No, no, I do not. But I wouldn't be surprised well, if they're Max seven is, and five and a tough out for Iowa yeah, State in the I, last week of the I, season. Dude, that, that game is scary. Yeah, it's terrifying. And Sonny Dykes is one game's. You have to level. wonder, too, what Mandel knows on the Texas thing. Like, I think he's just trolling. Maybe, but like part of me is like, what is he hearing about well, they the, do have the quarterback deal? They got two linemen that are hurt. We were hearing it last year, Jared. I remember having conversations with you going into the season, being like, "Man, Sarkeesian's a disaster right now." Mm -hmm. Like we were all here. Like I just wonder. Like Stu's, listen, we we you know he doesn't send thank you notes, it's, yes, and it's a shame. You know that. Um, but he's very connected. Like I wonder just who he's talking. Like that is extreme. Yeah, that's that's a lot. Well, they're second betting. Yeah, if you could go over there, it's they're second on the board for winning the Big Twelve. Texas is at like two and a half to one, which yeah. is crazy. That's the thing. Like the, for him to put them at two and seven feels like a troll job. That feels yeah, like him like intentionally being an, being an asshole. Yeah, you know, I, uh, I tend to agree. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, again, like they unless, were the best three and six team in the league last year. <laughs> but no, I just my gut tells me this is a league that. In week six, there's zero talk of playoff. It just yeah, annihilates – everybody annihilates one another. And you're right about the Iowa State thing. Is this a year where, you know, you lost the, you lost the home games last year? Can you flip that this year? I'm a – we'll see. But the thing is, though, Brent, like there's a lot of other teams that had that same – conversation last year that one sure. close there was so many close games Here, in this league here's what i'll say okay again let me put my nerd hat on analytically I don't think you have to put it on bro. correct that's actually a fact analytically iowa state has been legitimately one of the best teams in the country if you look at offense and defense yards for play okay where they have been awful just awful and horrendous especially last year with special teams everyone's like yeah I mean, we get that turnovers and some of the third down. and then third downs. Yeah. So you get a special teams guy that's you know new new punter, new kicker. You can't get worse in special teams than what Iowa State was in kick coverage and punt coverage last year. It's it's virtually impossible. You get a little bit better on third down. I think the back end of the secondary is a little more athletic. Get some more pressure. I don't know what that looks like. I think you can be better on that situation. And if the line's a little better, your third down offense is better. Maybe you 
you know, you can convert some more, more of those. The ball bounces your way a couple of times. All of a sudden, your six wins is nine pretty quickly if you're in these games. So, I mean, if, but if you look at the raw just offense and defense, Iowa State has played like a nine or ten win team now for three straight years. It hasn't reflected that in the win column because those other areas, which are normally more fluky, have been so poor. So if those those regress to the mean in a good way, it could it could go that way. Relying on a couple of freshmen in your kicking. Well, spots. and that's that's hey, scary. That's the scary Travis, part. Come on over here. I want to put you. You go on TV. Well, we're not on television per se. Yeah, take Bloom's heaven. Take a seat. Take a seat. This is the guy. Uh, this is the man in charge out here at the Wild Rose Casino. Travis Dvorak. Uh, take a seat, brother. How are you? Good. How are you? Hey, no, thanks for coming here. Yeah. No. Well, we're we're excited. This is a. Uh, this is a, this is the classiest place. No offense to everybody else where we've had events before, uh, but this is this is really. Thanks for having us out here. This oh, you're is going to be great. Glad you guys are here. I love working here. This place was built before I got here, so I take no credit. But I, I get the pleasure of working this place. Yeah, well, there's a lot of Iowa State fans. Yeah, in this you know, area. Which, this little pocket is huge. I'll tell you what's really nice for me. My wife's a big Iowa State fan. I had a couple of brothers that graduated out of there. And it's just nice that from our house, we just live across town. It's a small town, so it's five minutes away. But 40 minutes, I'm at Jack Trice. Oh, it's, that's cool. I, you can't beat that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a lot of fun. And it's, yeah. it's a lot more fun to go there now. Yes. So it's, uh, <laughs> Compared to back in the I day. Picked, I picked a good time to move to Jefferson because I got here about the time Matt Campbell got here. And now you got TJ going on. And so... And then you got so a we're taking more trips aims nowadays. Kid from Jefferson who will be starting on the offensive yes, line this year, yes. too. And I was here when he was in high school. And boy, he just... All we did was run the ball behind him. You know, <laughs> it's a smart thing to do. Had to do. Was, Go behind. He the, just played calling the world. No doubt about that. How's the uh, sportsbook business going? Sportsbook is good. Um, as you know, we got DraftKings. Uh, we got that to retail here on property. Yep. Plus, we have the online. And DraftKings is such a beast. I mean, they are just. It just feels like they've kind of taken the lead. Yeah, it's like the you know, them and FanDuel have really taken the lead nationally. Yeah. Which is really interesting because they're not really a sports book. They're a tech company that did uh, four or five years ago. They did fantasy. The big boy was always William Hill, which is now Caesars. They were the oldest and biggest in the world. And FanDuel and DraftKings just blew them out. I mean, Caesars still does well, but FanDuel and DraftKings, they got a good brand. They got a good product. They've really renovated and innovated how we do sports betting because it's not your daddy's sports book no more. Yeah. I mean, between the in-game play and the same game parlays and all that stuff and all the different bonuses and odds boosts, all that stuff, they've really changed the game. And you, it, it's fun and exciting. And, and they're listening to their customers. They're seeing what the customers want, and they're doing that. That's why you're seeing more and more in-game play. Well, they're definitely catering to the younger yes. sports better too. Yes. So that's a customer for life. Yeah. Old school people, you can still do those old school bets. That's what I do. But, I do too. Uh, I'm I'm like that as well. No, Although I've gotten into this year is my big one is the and NASCAR like the live because yeah. I've watched those. That's my favorite sport. Yeah, and, I, and it, I've tried to bet on that before. I'm not really good at that, but I don't follow it like well, you. Well, you text me. I'm. I'm yeah. Although I, I get Bloom tails me every week, and I've we've we've had some really bad beats the last couple of races, yeah. but. No, the, the, the tech with it, like, I just, I remember back in the day, like you're talking about, where you just go and place the bet for, oh, I'll take the Colts minus six. Yeah. And, and it's just so much more to it. What's funny, we have that, because online we got DraftKings, you know, that Bet Rivers, we've got a great relationship with them. You guys do too. And they're in a, they're innovative as well. And I love the, they're always doing those odds boost, odds boost, odds boost. And that's always a big deal. And 
I love those contests that we do that they love doing, and I'm glad you guys are partnering with us with that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But then you talk about the old school book. We've got Circa. I was just going to bring that up. And Circa is... What Circa is today is what I thought Sportsbook was going to be. I really thought Sportsbook was going to be that, but it turned into something else. But Circa said, nope, we're just going to be good old-fashioned Sportsbook. I'm trying not to be a commercial it's a here. Very, I know I'm a commercial yeah, it's here. A, no, it's, it's a very but, basic app. But they do it well. Yeah. And they are what they say. They take the big bets. They have the best They have the best odds. And I tell people, shop around. You shop around. We all mm-hmm. shop around. Mm-hmm. But when you look at Circa today, that's what's, that's your daddy's Sportsbook, but they made it better, but they still – kept their roots to it all they do tend to in, in my opinion have the best odds yeah and that's their niche. most of the time they're uh they're really at no frills no thrills but they just do it right well thanks for having us out we oh, appreciate this, this you're is always a, welcome here this is a thrill and uh we hope to come back here and, and do another show and yeah the crowd should start funneling in here probably in about 30 minutes so come on yeah. out there's plenty of time even if you're watching from des moines or whatever to drive yep, up school's out works out I'm working, you're working, but everybody else, we're here working for you. So I'm not working that hard. No, I mean, no. but They got me a jack and diet for the broadcast. Yeah, here, we so. got those two here. So <laughs> Thanks, Travis. Oh, no, thank you. Appreciate so, your time, man. Always always a pleasure. Yeah, we'll have a lot of fun here tonight at the uh, Wild Rose Casino in Jefferson. Yeah, that, that was the old um, Mitch Moore days when he was. It was. It was the Mitch yes. Moore days. When he was the head coach. That was a tough one to lose. We'll have a very good team out in Iowa City this year again, too. Yeah. They could win the state, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they'll I be right into the top five going into the year. Yeah, right. They'll be right in the conversation. All right. Well, should we wrap it up and yep. get, get ready for the big event? Yep, for sure. We hope everybody can make it out here to Wild Rose Casino in Jefferson, and we'll talk to you guys again soon. Peace.